This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Monday, April 5th, 2021. I'm Mark Bolanger. Labour unions are intensifying their global efforts to have an international law against violence at work adopted by countries. The law is Convention 190 of the International Labour Organization. The ILO is the UN agency specialized on matters of work in the world. In a recent webinar, unionists from around the world discussed Convention 190 and the efforts to have it adopted. The webinar was moderated by Kathy Feingold, the International Director of the AFL-CIO in the United States. Let me take us back about a year and a half ago. On June 29, 2019, we celebrated a historic day. It was a day when women and workers, unions and our allies won the first ever international treaty focused on ending violence and harassment in the workplace. Now, whenever we claim a win, we know that this means there had been years of hard work, um, of organizing, of many, many conversations with governments, employers, and our allies about how we would go about moving a new standard. Now, for many years, the global labor movement had been highlighting the problem of gender-based violence, but for many years, there had been a resistance to creating a new standard Some governments like my own at the beginning in the United States said, we don't really need a new standard. We have our own laws. Other countries were worried that they already had high standards, that perhaps this could affect the laws they already had in place. So it took a lot of organizing even to get the issue on the agenda at the International Labor Organization. So for years, we organized to highlight the problem, to make visible the problem of gender-based violence in our homes, communities, and workplaces. And we immediately saw the issue as one about power, the imbalance of power between relationships. And the labor movement knows this well, the imbalance of power between workers and our employers, between men and women, and the many other intersections of inequality that come with race, ethnicity, migration status, sexual orientation, and other factors. So the adoption of an international labor organization convention and recommendation was a huge victory for all of us, for workers, the trade union movement, and all of our allies who were critical in helping us push this forward. Under the new instruments, the convention and recommendation, states, are able to adopt laws, policies, and mechanisms aimed at preventing violence and harassment in the world of work. It protects workers and establishes actual remedies for victims. And there are responsibilities that employers have. Employers have the primary responsibility to create a work environment free from violence and harassment. And they also have role, and and then there are some defined roles for trade unions and workers as well on how to address violence in the workplace. But we know this was just the beginning, that historic day in June in 2019, when many of us were dancing in in the rooms of the International Labor Organization. I'm not sure they had seen so much dancing in a long time. We took this energy back home to our countries, to our communities, And now with our allies, unions must campaign for the ratification and the implementation of this convention and take this global treaty and make it a tool for change, 
transformation in our workplaces and in our lives. So to date, we have Namibia, Argentina, Fiji, and Uruguay who have formally ratified the convention. You'll hear from other representatives from countries that have moved this forward, like Italy, that are also very much on the forefront of making this a reality in our country. And that's it. International labor news you can use. You can find our features and daily newscasts at radiolabor.net. Follow us on Twitter at radiolabor. I'm Mark Belanger. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.